If you're looking for a fun date night or a creative team-building exercise, check out The Great Room Escape located near the Layton Hills Mall. This is one of the best escape rooms in Utah due to its impressive immersion, which includes theatrical elements and live actors. The Great Room Escape, 525 Ring Road in Layton. Call for tickets, 801-546-6446. That's 801-546-6446. Or visit greatroomescapeutah.com. And if you want to win some free passes to The Great Room Escape, all you have to do is leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, and you'll be entered into a drawing for free tickets. Welcome to the Jazz High Notes podcast. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I branded that wrong. <laughs> you, you're going to have to edit this. Welcome once again to the Hitting the High Notes podcast with your host, Hugh Tran. Ladies and man, who is not at the microphone tonight? Uh, unfortunately, Hugh it seems to have been stopped in Layton. Uh, Layton was a standstill, blah, blah, blah. Okay, text me when you guys hit a break, he says. Well, Hugh, we will text you. We will text you. Um, in any case, I am your co-host, host with the most, Jared Barker. Anyways, what's up? What's up? Uh, we have a guest here today. Who uh, he's kind of Twitter famous. He's in, well. W- let's call him infamous. This man needs no introduction, and yet I am still here talking. Uh, he goes by Go Go Gary Unicorn, or the artist formerly known as such, and uh, we're going to refer to him as Gary here on the pod, or we can call him Matt. It's it's kind of up to you guys, or actually, it's up to me. Because uh, I'm the only one here. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, Matt? Hi. Oh man, you seem so. This is where you want me to. This is where you want me to talk. Of course. I don't go by Gary. I don't go by Go Go Gary the Unicorn. That's for sure. I think that was a Twitter handle I made because one time I made a jersey that said Go Go Gordon because I was trying to get people to say Go Go Gordon to Gordon Hayward whenever he'd hit a shot. Boo! His, his rookie, his rookie year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a long. No, time. I don't hate Gordon Hayward like everybody else does. Ah, um, I mean, he's a dick, but whatever. So the go go kind of stuck because it's three G's and alliteration can be fun. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. alliteration always accelerates advanced where, uh, arithmetic. Where did the unicorn thing come from? Do you really want the story? Uh, well, I'm wondering if it's one of those. There's uh, a story. Infamous. There's YouTube. a real story. I was wondering if there was a. It was the infamous YouTube unicorn, like uh, you remember Charlie the unicorn or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's bullcrap. That came after me. <laughs> You're like, that's where they got it from. I'm the dude. <laughs> okay. There's also some asshole pretend Gary the unicorn from Canada that met with <laughs> Justin Trudeau. That's not me either, but I came way before that twat. Okay, got it. Got oh, Justin- can I fucking swear on this podcast? Uh, you can, you can, uh, Hugh, I think, I think, I think who will, uh, he will edit it out and that's fine. That's fine. If if he wants to, he can, but he also told me before that we, I could swear if I wanted to, so I don't know. (laughs) So in any case, guests, guests shouldn't swear. We're werewolves, uh, not werewolves. Well, guests can do what, whatever they want. I mean, it's kind of a free country. I don't let my guests do whatever they want. I cut them off. I'm a total dick. It's hilarious. Shut up. 
to me. No, it's funny to me. I do not want to hear you talk anymore. No. <laughs> right. Can you hear this? That's the sound of a small bag of Fritos. <laughs> so Gary the Unicorn, back in the day, I was uh, I was a musician. Like this was when I, everybody listening was a kid. And I was an adult. And uh, I, I, I had this band. I stopped playing for a long time, and everybody in my band went on LDS missions. And I was like, they don't let me go. So I didn't go. And I didn't want to also. And then I, I was running a music store. <laughs> also, and there was this. It was kind of important. I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Kind of important that they were like, well, not only can you not go, but we noted that you have not actually submitted papers. So we'll take that as a sign. Um, <laughs> And there was a band you're, called Kairos GP6. Like Kairos GP6. That's the real name of the band. But they, they were terrible. But they had a lot of money because one of the guy's moms was a Harlequin romance novelist. That's a true story. Holy so anyway, they, they were this terrible local band, and they tried really, really hard to be cool. It didn't work, but they tried. And, and I gave them no props for that. Okay. So... I was running a little used music instrument sh- uh, shop called Music Around at the time. Yeah. Like Disc Go Around for the, those people who remember CDs. Anyway, uh, they come up and they said, you know, we're playing some shows. We're looking for some shows. And I said, well, you, there's a, a band coming in town. You should play with them. And they said, who's that? I said, it's, they're called Gary the Unicorn. This would have been in 98, 99, 99, I think. Maybe 2000. Anyway. A long time ago. Uh, but I'd just seen this episode of The Simpsons where where this unicorn dug its way out of uh, <laughs> or dug its way out from Eden so that Homer and Marge could get back in and he died and God Flanders comes down and says, What'd they do to you, Gary? And so I thought, Oh, <laughs> Gary the Unicorn, that's the oh, funny. Oh, that's perfect. And it's a Simpsons I'm, reference. Yes! I told very few people that. So Anyway, I said, you guys should play at this band, Gary the Unicorn. And they're like, oh, yeah, those guys are cool. I'm like, yeah, totally. I could set it up for you. And they said, okay, cool. Yeah, do it. So I set up this fake show. Needless to say, uh, there was no show, but they showed up anyway. It was hysterical. I got a laugh out of it. And uh, years later, the moniker kind of stuck. And I had a comedy troupe for a while named Gary the Unicorn. It was fun. Uh, And then I, I took to Twitter in 2000. 9 2010 and uh had had a lot of followers on there and, and was you know for those of you who maybe heard of me on twitter i'm 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 kind of mild-mannered but i like to just be like kind of who i am which is why i've been banned permanently and uh and then i left twitter and i came back to twitter and when i came back to twitter i was uh, also mild-mannered but then i got banned for calling you a slutty slut slut that's a true story. That's the stupidest thing ever. I don't understand how but you it's got real. I know it's real. It's stupid. Twitter uh, at Jack. If you listen to this podcast ever, why? He doesn't, man? But he's a twat. why? Yeah, he doesn't, and he probably never will. He's not a jazz fan. He's so, probably not a fan of much of anything. Here's some more. Except for banning people from his website. So I don't think he has anything to do with anything. But that's neither here nor there. I uh, I appealed because I said, hey, look, these two people, um, one Jared Barker and one and the Max, she's supposed to be on this podcast. She's not because she's a, a coward. I, coward. I want to use, use a nasty word to describe her. I won't um, because I do like her, although don't tell her that because I, I like her thinking that I hate her. 
But regardless, <laughs> um, I called the two of you slutty slut sluts, and I was banned. And I said, hey, these guys are my friends. It's a joke. And they said it was hateful speech. And they oh. said, well, what about all those people that are threatening to kill other people uh, with different political views? And what about all this? And I cited all these examples, and they just said access denied. So my IP address is banned, and my phone number is banned, and whatever. It's been like a month, and I feel way better not being on Twitter now. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Uh, I take breaks from it. I'm on it a lot less than I used to be in some occasions, and I think it's a good thing overall. It brings out the horribleness in people. It's, it does seem to do that, unfortunately. Uh, sometimes it brings jazz, out some jazz really good fans, things. Right? Well, jazz, jazz fans are uh, probably worse on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I don't want to mention McCade's name, but there's a guy on there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who? What? I don't know. <laughs> who are you talking about? I, I'd, we'd followed each other for a while, and, and he'd put up with my mild antics, which essentially equated to me calling him out on his bullcrap. Like he would say something stupid. Uh, this fellow McCade, um, whatever. I don't really care, but he had this knack for, uh, making really, really hot takes that weren't hot so much as they were like hot shit. They were just terrible. <laughs> and I would call him out on it and I'd be like, well, you know, that's inaccurate there, for this, or I think, I think that's stupid, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, let me get this straight. I, I want to clarify. You're calling McCade a shit poster? No, I'm calling him a guy who thinks that everything he posts is gold. Uh, and I think everything he posts is uh, at best like really bad copper penny tarnished not valuable like not in like an 1890s <laughs> penny like a 1984 <laughs> penny like no one cares. No, right? no, no. There's a reason to no. throw them I out. Well, the, the 84 pennies, I don't, is that after you change it so they're mostly tin inside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, there we go. Just like McCade. Oh. So he's a nice I'm sure that in, as a human being, if I met with him and had coffee and he didn't drink coffee, because he'd be like, that's not good for you. Whatever. Um, that would be fine. I'm sure that he would. Oh, my Critters 3 just finished downloading. Yes. Um I'm sure he'd be a totally nice guy. I don't think he's a bad person. He I just know, has no takes and by thinks no that means. he is amazing. By no means is anyone. Most people on there are not bad people. I mean, no, I disagree with that. Well, do you? You want? To, you think most people on there are bad people? Yeah, Jeff Criddle. Who else can I call out? People Wait, that I actually like that I want to make fun of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, what about that guy? Uh, Dapper Matt? Cardinal. He's a dick. What about um, Mac? What about Mac, man? Mac Jazz. <laughs> Mac Jazz. His, I call him Puss Mac Pants. Mac underscore Jazz. He knows that I call him Puss Pants. He uh, might think it's Puss Pants, which is even worse than Puss Pants, but it's not Puss Pants. That would be nasty. That would be straight up nasty. I had a lot of people on there that I actually liked quite a bit. I, I had... I had a lot of followers I liked a lot. Just I think jazz fans, when they are, uh, when they are compl- like, uh, oh, I forget his name. All of a sudden, that's gonna be make me sad. I can picture his face that hat. <sighs> he always posts about i fifteen stuff. It's adorable. Anyway, I forget his name because I haven't been on Twitter for a month, but I like him tons. Um, anyway, 
I think Twitter brings out the worst in people. And jazz fans, I like the jazz fans that are willing to acknowledge, like, that's a bad move, or that's stupid, or, hey, Russell Westbrook is a total cock. <laughs> and I think that it's totally okay to call him that. Right? Oh, jeez. It's on. not racist to say that he's a piece of shit. Like, he is. He's such a dick. And the guy that said whatever he said, he maybe also- that guy's a too. But that was a massive overreaction. Overreaction by Gale, overreaction by the league, overreaction by jazz fans. Like, let's start a a GoFundMe for Russell Westbrook. I don't think anybody has the slightest clue what they're talking about. They're all a bunch of idiots. Go jazz, take note, whatever. I love the jazz. I like most jazz fans. When they take to Twitter, they tend to take to their very worst self, which is to say they have no brain, no logic center, no concept of what makes any sense. They just, Exum Island. Like, I like Dante Exum too, but Exum Island? Shut up. Hey. Shut up. Get off shut my up. freaking island. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm on your podcast. I'm not on your island. If you want I me know. off your podcast, I, was... up. I don't want to join your island. I was joking, Dante man. It's fine. Take a joke. Jared. Dang it. Jared. 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 Yes. Jared. Stop saying my name. <laughs> Dante Exum's fine. I like him. I don't see why people think that he is the next anything. I was just He's got kidding. a lot of weird acne. I get it. He's like 6'10", 6'12", maybe 6'14". He's really tall. 6'6", six, six, I believe. It's pretty, it's um, but his arms are like, his, his reach is he's long. His reach is like 7'3", whatever. Okay, He breaks his knee when he farts. It's the problem that he has. I like him. He's injury prone. You would think that on Jazz Twitter, people would be talking about like, did you know that when when he comes back, we're going to win four titles? No, yeah. we're not. That's okay. You, we don't have to win a title to be great. I hope that he can learn. I don't know about learn how to stay healthy. I hope that somehow he gets over this injury thing. But I don't know if that's even possible at this point, honestly. I don't and, see it happening. People talk about it being a fluke. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't know uh, any. I don't, I don't like to make judgments about whether things are fluke or not, because I don't feel like I'm a medical professional who could actually make that kind of determination. But I know a it, doctor, so I, th- I know a thing or two. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> what you, what you, no, what you really did is you stayed at a Holiday Express last night. <laughs> I stayed at an Econo Lodge in Evanston, Wyoming a few weeks ago. That might have been the worst experience of my life. Oh, they're not known for the best of hotels. Like, I started calling Evingston just to piss everybody there off. It worked. (laughs) They got mad at you for saying Evingston. Yeah, of course. And the Econo Lodge. (laughs) I should have called it that, too. We had no TV in the room, but we had two different TV guide, like, sheets. And no no kidding. It said, if you want room service, here's the number to Domino's. It was amazing. Yeah, I've seen, no, well, I've been to places that, you know, they don't have room service, but they, they'll give you the number to lots of local eateries. But, yeah, that sounds really they bad. call it room service, though? No, they did not call it room service. That's the biggest joke of all time. Domino's is room service. What? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, yes, we've outsourced our room service to Domino's. I'm like, you don't have room service. You have a phone number for Domino's. Right, which I, and that's, which that's I could literally great. go on the, on my phone and go to dominoes.com 
or pull up their app. And hey, I don't know I've have got Domino's access too, and now I guess it's room service. Like, Look, I know that Evingston's NBA team is the Jazz, so I don't want to make fun of Evingston people. <laughs> but your town sucks. You don't have the internet there. You ran Starbucks out of town somehow. And the Econo Lodge, which was recommended to me by one of your own, whoever recommends that to me again is going to get a dick punch because that's the worst. Man, I don't know. I, I, this is like Chips. Okay, guys. Don't you have segments on this show? Don't we have stuff to do, talk about? Or is it do, just going to be me rambling? It, it's not going to be this rambling. This is just kind of for fun for me. Anyway, <laughs> I can I can talk about the rules of engagement if you want, starring Samuel Jackson no, 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 and Tom. No, 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 no. We are definitely not going to talk about that. It. We are going to take a quick That's break fine. right now, and we'll come back. Hey, guys, we're taking a break. Do, 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 do. That's not a real break. You guys are liars. Thanks for listening to the podcast, folks. It's me, Hootran. We're about to come back from break, and you're going to start hearing me. I uh, I was able to join the podcast after the break. Before we get back, though, let's take a minute to tell you about a show happening in downtown Salt Lake. It's called Hamilton. It's playing at the Off-Broadway Theater. It's a retelling of Shakespeare's classic Hamlet, and it's paired with the music from Hamilton. It's hilarious, catchy, and so much fun. It's at the Off-Broadway Theater, 272 Main Street in Salt Lake City, Utah. For tickets, call 801-355-4628 or visit theobt.org. Again, the Off-Broadway Theater, 272 Main Street, Salt Lake City, Utah. Tickets, call 801-355-4628 or visit theobt.org. And hurry, Hamilton plays every Monday, Friday, and Saturday until September 7th. All right, let's get back to the show. But, uh, on you, Hugh seems wrong because all I imagine is the Borg. <laughs> he's, a, so he's an Asian dude. So it's futile. Can I call you exactly? Can I call you who? Uh, How do you pronounce your name actually? So this is a this is a funny story. Um, I get called Hugh a lot, and so I just kind of let it slide. Who would be more accurate? Yes. <laughs> so I'd say I would say that's more accurate. Um it's the Americanized version of my name, so who is? Who, yeah. <laughs> so what what is the non-Americanized version? Uh so like Vietnamese language has more of an upward inflection. Mm. Right. Uh, uh so it's like ho. So it goes kinda oh. up. Oh. Like like in Oh, who's a ho? Yeah. Oh, Amer- American English kind of goes down when they end words, and Vietnamese kind of goes up when it ends words. So it's just it's just oh, small. Okay. So small. would people actually call you who like that? Uh, yeah, in Vietnam it's a ho, and so it's like a ooh up as it goes up. Ho? Yeah, ho. Oh, oh. Would oh. you prefer that? Go, uh, no, because that sounds weird in America. So yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Kind of does sound weird. It's a little but, off, but I definitely would would like to uh, to pronounce your name the way you'd prefer. Uh, here in America, I go by who mostly. So, who works? Jared's been getting it wrong. Uh, he, you know, he just says it differently. Like he knows how to pronounce it. He just says it the way he says it. <laughs> so he's a dick. He's no, a I'm, not, I'm not trying to pronounce mm-hmm. it wrong. I'm not trying. To. Sometimes it's just. I think. I th- I think that you're just you're being modest, Jared. Embrace the fact that you're a dick. <laughs> uh, I I apologize for being late to the pod, guys. Um, uh, fine, 
It fine. feels weird being on the other side of moderation. It's well, your own show. You shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you, exactly. You shouldn't feel bad. The The reason you shouldn't feel bad is because I'm doing a horrible job reining in this freaking unicorn. What the go, crap? Go, Gary Unicorn. Well, that, what are you that, talking about? What, there's no reining me in. You said talk. I'm talking. I have my own podcasts. I, I, was I do a lot of talking know, on those. I'm, I'm not criticizing you. I was kidding around. Why don't you understand sarcasm? You're so sensitive. <laughs> like you, I too am kidding. Yeah, okay. It's uh, kind of awesome, in fact. Yeah, it kind of is awesome to be sarcastic. If only you knew anything. Shut <laughs> you, you feckless. No, I'm not going to use that word. <laughs> you can call me that. I don't care. That <laughs> won't offend me. I know Samantha. Samantha B is the worst, but whatever. Oh, she she is one of those. Yeah, she definitely. Okay, she this got is punched part, in the this part face, is definitely going to be fine. part of the edit, Hugh, because <laughs> I. Uh, and yes, I'm going to call you Hugh like the board. So. I think I think you're going to be I think you're going to be editing this podcast. <laughs> I might start calling you Borg just because I think it's a cool name. That would be. That would be awesome. I'm I do like I do like nerdy I'm Vietnamese board. I'm, I'm I'm a huge Next Generation fan. Me, go go Gary Unicorn. We should be friends. All right, we're gonna make we sure can, that we actually we can are be friends. That's fine. We're gonna make sure I have a sci-fi podcast ending. called the Sci-Fi Podcast. What? It's fun. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I did not know this. Yes. I've had it for years. Oh, it's been oh, it's been around a long time. I've listened to some episodes. It's actually pretty fun. I stopped caring a long time ago, which is why <laughs> the release date sucks. But still, <laughs> I release an episode whenever I feel like it, and I, I went like eight months without releasing anything. Well, welcome to welcome to I'm hitting the high notes. We we run the same operation here. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been podcasting since 2007 to the yeah. six. So I'm uh, not to derail the podcaster. I did want to talk to you about that, like. Uh, we, we were in a group message together and, um, after you listened to our episode, you had questions and you were like, yeah, I've been podcasting since, since 2007. I was like, damn, like that's, that's like way before everybody else was doing it. That's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time. We had no, uh, subscribers because at the time it just wasn't something that people subscribed to. Um, the what, cool what? thing is that eventually it became something and, and, and then we stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Was like was even Go like figure. like was Apple Podcast or anything around like to listen or was it like SoundCloud or did you have to listen to on on SoundCloud was not around actually SoundCloud was not around but uh, Apple Podcasts were, um, that and that was pretty much the extent. What's that? That was one of the few at the beginning, right? When the podcast movement started coming out, there were there were so few. Uh, there were so few podcasts that nobody knew what it meant when I told them that I was pod, that I had a podcast. And so I had to explain to them that I also had uh, a clothing company that was successful and that's when they paid attention. <laughs> and I said, Oh, the, the name of the clothing company is the same name as the podcast. And they're like, Oh, cool. I'll listen. How do I do that? Is it like on the radio? <laughs> it was no, very confusing. Oh. But it was when, when music with MP3s was was found on iPods, right? So that's well, where I, podcast yeah, came from, the concept yeah. of. And then there was this little movement to try to call them casts for a while, and that didn't take. And I'm glad yeah. because I think it sounds stupid. You're right. Yeah. So I so basically, your podcast 
came before the the boom hit, and I feel like my podcast or this podcast has come a little too late. Uh, no, 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 no. So it's 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 massive, still- but that just means that there's more noise. So you've got an interesting voice. You have a good show. Uh, the biggest problem is that jazz fans are not. They aren't. They aren't as plentiful as maybe like um, Lakers fans or some other like crap organization like the Lakers, <laughs> where there's all these people who are fans because they like to say they're fans. Jazz fans, there's just not too many, and they're typically very rabid. So they're probably supportive, but um, I hate a whole lot of jazz fans. Which makes me a t- <laughs> terrible have person. You, did so. you guys talk? Did you guys talk about this part already? Uh, which part? I didn't mention McCabe personally. About, but. About at, uh, so, let's <laughs> a little inside baseball here. Like, the reason I started a podcast was because every trade deadline, I would see jazz fans on social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, be like, oh, we can trade so-and-so for these guys. We can trade for Bradley Beal. We can trade. I'm like, guys, I think you are very, I think you are over valuing the assets that the Jazz have. And then they now, would come at you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't even come at me. They would just dismiss it. Like, oh, you're you're crazy. Like, Dante Exum can get Bradley Beal. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dante, Dante Exum is the top five. We did, have a, we did have a Dante Exum segue from Gary, and we did have. <laughs> it wasn't a segue. It was just me complaining. Okay, yeah. About Exum Island and about <laughs> Jazz fans liking Exum and us winning four titles with Exum. Like, I like Exum. <laughs> It's funny that you say that, though, who, because that, that's been a consistent problem for years, right? So I'm older than you, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, I was there at a couple of the finals games both years, um, and I drove to those games to give you any kind of idea as to how old I was. I, I already had a kid. Are, are, we, um, are, you, are you saying that you're two Rileys? Yes. Oh, he's he's Rileys. definitely two Rileys. Just two Rileys, and in, then a in more. age, in age, and if his avatar is any indication, in weight as well. <laughs> That's not to say that I'm fat. It's to say that he's skinny. Yeah. Um, I like Riley, so I'm not going to talk crap on him anymore. Except to say that his name is one of those trendy names that moms could came up with in the '90s because it was cool, yo. Whatever, that was bad to me. Uh, I, I made this joke in my first Twitter span when I quit, not when I was banned. And um, and I used to say, hey, let's trade Derek Favors for LeBron James. They can both play forward. <laughs> and, and the joke was that I was trying to make fun of people like jazz fans don't know, as so many of them don't know anything, but they're so vocal. Which is, I, I attribute it to very specific things. I attribute it to uh, a culture that we have here, particularly in Utah, where um, education of, of particulars matters more than education on an actual subject. So uh, the idea that someone has confidence, therefore they have intelligence, therefore they know better than uh, somebody else on a subject, I always get a kick out of that. So my thing was uh, uh, to make fun of people like that because I felt it was ridiculous, and and it is, and people still do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that's it's, it's that yeah, is a it's, very succinct and um uh, just smart way of saying that. That was awesome. So yeah, so I guess uh, still inside baseball here, I wanted to have an outlet to talk about these situations and maybe what I consider outlandish takes, but to explore them a little deeper to see 
if they were truly outlandish, or if um, uh, maybe this is a a different way of thinking that maybe I should that maybe my opinion was actually wrong. So that's kind of why we have a podcast now. I yeah, think that's plus, fair. Plus we yeah, plus we just kind of we had our first like a like sort of a pilot for the episode, and it, it kind of felt right. It, we were rough in the beginning, and we're still a little rough sometimes. But what episode uh, number is this? Uh, we're at like 16, 17. Oh, I'm like yeah. ground floor. This is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're still really early on. We, we, we haven't even done any in season episodes yet, really. So this has all been off season stuff. Uh, I know. Well, ha- have they all been off season? I guess. Right, right around the playoffs is when we started, right? Oh, right. actually, that, no, you're right. That's true. We did, we did do some games and end of season and playoffs. You're right. You're right. Okay. My timeline's off. So, uh, anyway, so let's get back on track, uh, Jared. We're, we're going to talk Don, Donovan Mitchell, Team USA. Oh, I like Donovan Mitchell. So, let's, yeah, let's talk about him. So, he scored, uh, let's see, they decided eight points tonight in 19 minutes. They didn't decide eight points. eight points. He scored eight points. <laughs> well, no, but they took away a bucket from him. So, all right. Well, I'm wrong. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, they took it away. I don't know. If it should have been taken away or not, I, I haven't seen that. But uh, he had nine at halftime. They took it away, and he had seven. And I guess he must have made the free throw. I don't know. So um, ironically, I work at a sports bar, but I didn't get to watch. The, I didn't get to watch the game. Um, but from what I saw, uh, the two things that I saw on Twitter from from everybody was number one, uh, Donovan was, was kind of diving for balls. So um, uh, that. You know, kind of raised the the heartbeat of jazz fans who were a little nervous. And the other thing is that him and Kemba Walker look good together in the backcourt. Well, yeah. Kemba Walker's never becoming a jazz member, so I don't know why people give that any credence. Yeah, right. Why do people care? Like at this point, you realize Kemba's a Celtic probably for either the rest of his career, or if not the rest of his career, most of his career. The, the rest of his the rest of his prime. The rest of his prime, absolutely. Unless Danny Ainge decides, oh yeah, I need to flip him for some other random player, I think is better. I don't, I don't know. Because we like to live. I met the... Danny Ainge. <laughs> oh yeah, how, how was that? You met his son well, Tanner. It was son Tanner. No, it was when Danny Jazz. When Danny Ainge played in at BYU, I used to watch him play there. Oh, cool. I was a little kid, but he signed an autograph, and I said something stupid and he said something stupid and then i think i ended up calling him a dick or something but whatever it was oh my goodness why would you call him a dick what the heck is the point i called marty haas a dick once too just for what it's worth who's marty haas tyler haas that's exactly correct wait no you were right about he is tyler haas dad that's crazy (laughs) yeah oh Um, i was uh, then he's related i actually think danny Ainge is a cool guy um, I just, it was fun for me. That's Twitter famous called Haas P, a B- notable BYU fan, one of the Haas kids. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying so, that's a ra- another random so, Twitter. Uh, real, real quick, going back to the Kemba thing is because number one, the the what if Jazz are looking good, and number two, um, I think it's because every, everybody wants to be you know a keyboard warrior, and there's still uh, a small vocal contingent out there who think the jazz that the jazz should have gone after Kemba Walker in free agency. And this is just fuel to the, to the fire. You know, he gave them bolts. In the but chain. what, what do you give up for him though? 
I mean, honestly, what do you what, what do you give up for Kemba Walker? You know yeah, what I mean? It's not ability, like we had options. The ability to sign one meaningful? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was, I think it's I think it's just a goofy premise. Well, that's again, that is the the that's and, on and also okay. <laughs> wait a minute, let's think about this for a second now. Let's think about this. So we would have had to cut cut favors and then cut ties with a bunch of other guys. Dump a few contracts and then sign Kemba to the same type of money. But instead, what we did is we traded for Connolly, and then uh, we basically and then we traded favors for two second round picks, two of his preferred destination. Which I, a move I loved because I loved Derek Favors and felt like he he had given us so much he deserved a chance to you know kind of pick where he wanted to go to an extent. I, I yeah, mean, but I missed the guy already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. That guy willed he, us to a win in at least one playoff series. I mean, I, well, no, well, no, at least one playoff game, I should say. Sorry. The guy. I just never wanted him traded. Yeah. I never wanted him traded. I, I, I didn't want him. I didn't want him traded either. But, I mean, Bogdanovic, I think, is going to be an interesting fit here. I mean, it gives us a little bit more offensive firepower in a different way. I felt like Favors when he was featured offensively, he really did some damage there, and he was a, and he's a good, really good, de- underrated defensive player. Like people don't. That's what's so him. funny is people, like, what are we actually going to miss without having him? That's what I want to know, because Bogdanovich will be a good potential fit. Yeah. But it's not like we're just all of a sudden getting something great here. We're losing Favors, who did a lot off the. Oh, and yeah. the non-box score stuff favors actually was a hero. Oh, yeah. Um, All the time. This is kind of what we talked about a little bit on the last uh, podcast with Riley and Ann. About, like, you know, there's still there's a small vocal contingent of Jazz fans who think the Jazz got a little bit worse when they lost their favors. Now, I but, wouldn't and, say necessarily we got lur- worse, but we did lose some hearts. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, this group of Jazz fans, and I, I've thought about no, it. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. But we, yeah. yeah, we did talk about this a little bit. Yeah. And I know that I know that uh, Matt has listened, or he listened to that. You were calling him Gary, but I'm going to go back to calling him You Matt. can call me Matt. My actual name is Matt Daniels. I mean, that's my real name. You can call me that. I don't care. <laughs> but it's not Gary the Unicorn. Matthew! Mm. Don't call me Matthew. My mom calls me Matthew. My girlfriend calls me Matthew. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I've given you Matthew. Matthew. Uh, yeah. About Derek Favors leaving, and it it's understandable that the Jazz have made their bread and butter with their tough defense the past three or four years, and Derek Favors. I'm trying to figure out if we're being emotional about Derek Favors or if they we're being analytical. Absolutely. Because, yes. There, <laughs> there is absolutely emotion involved. And Anna analytically it's hard to understand his impact i think to an extent we're gonna have to see what it looks like i mean i i don't think bogdanovich is a bad defender but i don't know that he's a favorite level defender well and and he is better on offense to an extent um Um, i I thought something that roddy said in the last podcast was really interesting was that the jazz (laughs) if you look at the stats and numbers that the jazz were just a lot better when jay crowder was on the floor and you can see it, like, you know, the, the saying is, it's not who starts the game, it's the final five that are on the floor, you know, who ends the game. And Jay Crowder was there, in my in my memory, for most of the game. Who? Yes, yeah, right? Memphis Grizzlies, Jay Crowder. And, oh, uh, Chucker. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Gotcha. And, but that's the thing is that, like, <laughs> but the thing is that he would chuck, but you know, he 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 wasn't an efficient chucker, but he at least would take the shot. And um, yeah, that's it, true. It, it did help. It did help. Well, kind of spice I, the jazz a little bit. I and, think part of the thing is, uh, part, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I am going to interrupt you. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that it was so much the fact that he was just be, that favors wouldn't necessarily take the shot. I think Jay also had, you know, he has years of practice with a faster release, whatever, you know, playing more perimeter than favors. Falling down every time he shoots it. Yep. Yep. He's very practiced at that, you know, drawing those four point foul type plays. I mean, that's that's just signature Jay Crowder. And yeah. Boston fans, like they liked his heart, but they really didn't miss the fact that he wasn't wasn't doing all those things on their team anymore. They were kind of like, yeah, we got the best out of him. Brad's the, Brad's amazing, and he maximized Crowder and blah blah blah. But they didn't miss him for a reason. Uh. I mean, we're going to miss him because we feel emotional about most of our players. We care about these guys because we feel like they become a part of the community and in a small way a part of our lives because that's this really is our major focal point you know, sport here. I mean, there's a reason there are basketball gyms all over the state in meeting houses of a particular uh, organized religion of some kind. Um, Muslims. <laughs> perhaps perhaps i don't know actually you know i've been to several mosques in utah and i've never found a uh, a basketball hoop so I, I would have to go with uh someone else but uh anyways you're well, racist I, whatever <laughs> I, sure sure okay this is a red state unicorn all right it was either mclevin or muhammad why would it be between mclevin or muhammad <laughs> right Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so just uh, finishing up my Derek Favors thought, though, is that we, we've we seen what it was like with uh, Favors for the past, well, you know, this iteration of Favors, Mitchell, Hayward, uh, Gobert, and I don't know, did, did it feel like we kind of reached our potential uh, with that lineup? Um, if, if Jay, I, 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 feel like, I feel like we got into... Uh, the weeds with Jay Crowder. Well, the but- thing is, I think here's the big problem is we reached our potential with that lineup. However, um, the lineup is different. If you have Conley instead of Bricky B R I C K Y. Um, so, I mean, there's an argument to be had that keeping favorites would have been very interesting, but it's also to say that I think they want to not put as much pressure on Joe Ingles to always be like the second guy running the offense and sometimes so when are we ready for me to piss everybody off with my comments oh well i'm pretty sure you already did that in the first half in fact when he was listening no i was just i was just chatting no 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 no. because remember in the first half when you talked about um (laughs) okay we might need to pause for edit at uh, time mark yeah well i made some (laughs) swears sure no, it's uh, not. What no, I'm no, no, saying no, no, no. is that Joe Ingles is I'm overrated. Overreaction part. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. the, the Gail Miller overreaction part. Yeah, the, well, that was an overreaction. I love Gail Miller, but that was an overreaction. It is what it is. Um, I like Joe Ingles a lot. He's overrated. At this it point, is absolute, absolute. It's, 
Absolutely. It is absolute crap when people pretend that he is the goat. They shouldn't That's, use the term. It's funny, though. It's funny. It's not funny because people use it for real. Well, a, people are using don't it for use, real. Don't are use the joke. term. Don't use the term goat unless you are literally referring to Michael Jordan and possibly, possibly LeBron James. Wait, wait, wait. What, that what said, what about, what about who? that man is the goat in uh, another way, I guess you could say. Who? Will Chamberlain. Jalen Rose. Will Chamberlain. Yeah. <laughs> Jaylen he had a lot of sex with a lot of women. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Um, that's kind of what the, I The problem that I have with, uh, I mean, honestly, the problem that I have, which is a huge problem with this whole Joe Ingles thing, is that he didn't exactly perform particularly well for big parts of this, like big stretches last year. And I know that he had injuries and whatnot, but people talked about how he's the best thing ever, and they talked about his three-point shooting why, ability, but kind of disappeared. That is why I kind of think that Bogdanovich is actually a good move because he is a maybe even an upgrade over Joe Ingles in a lot of ways. And there's a reason he might be. Yeah. And he's going to be running that. He's, I think he's going to be running the offense a little bit more than Joe is because Joe. Okay. People who love Ricky like to harp on the fact that Ingles at a higher turnover rate than him, but I'm like, well, at least, at least Joe could freaking get stuff done sometimes. And Ricky, yeah, he didn't get a lot of You stuff. just hate Ricky Rubio. Like, there's oh, no really rhyme or reason to it. I really don't hate him. And I why did you send me a text saying, I hate Ricky Rubio? <laughs> if that can, was your exact phrase. If you phrase. can produce that evidence, if you can produce Deal. that evidence, I would like Don, to see it. <laughs> Don, I'll send it. It also had a picture of you flipping off the President of the United States. I'm like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> yeah, that I just don't understand I've never, you. I've never seen the President of the United States. I know, I know it doesn't make sense because you're a huge Trump supporter. I'm just saying, like, oh it's a little weird. These are your words, Jared, not mine. <laughs> oh, man. If people are going to take this all seriously and I'm going to be like... Good. Good. <laughs> Good because fire. truth, truth <laughs> like is is fire in the belly. Because yeah. <laughs> I think you're giving yourself a little too much credit. How many people listen to this show? Well, That's there's just there's dick. I apologize. One. There's at least one. I listen. I listen. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you listen, you sucker. Now, it won't be. It won't but be. I'm, but I already know. <laughs> yeah, it won't. It won't be Anne because we've learned that she doesn't listen. <laughs> Unless she's on it, and that she's only on the show if uh, I'm not on it. Apparently. apparently, I don't blame. Her. I wouldn't want to be on a show with me either. Oh man, I've been on every show that I've been on, though it sucks. That is true. I was. I was. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So what we've learned today is Donovan playing for the USA is good. I guess. I think so. Yes, I think somebody gets anytime a player gets a chance to play for Greg Popovich, I think it's good. Yeah, well, and and Mitchell even talked about how he liked that that uh, Popovich was a little hard on him, which I think is good, right? I do appreciate his receptiveness to coaching. He's coachable. That's one of his better trades. Agreed. Uh, I also think it's ridiculous when people turn down. Uh, playing for Team USA because at one time that meant something. 
and it only doesn't mean something now because people turn it down. And I think it's a it's a cool honor that I wish more people took seriously. By people, I mean NBA players. By NBA players, I mean people who are overpaid to dress like idiots. But go ahead. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we pay them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's my fault for all these jerseys that I have. <laughs> so I don't um uh I don't get to express my opinion as much as I moderate most of the podcasts here. Oh, uh, yeah, but I I mean so the original point was mostly about Donovan and um I think it is cool for him to play for Team USA even though like really I don't do do we do we even pay attention to the World Cup of basketball? FIBA not really. Like if, if Donovan wasn't playing, I probably would not even. The Olympics, we pay more attention to. Well, yeah, the Olympics, but yeah, that's a, now now we have all. That's what other... I'm saying. FIBA doesn't matter much. Yeah, FIBA I mean, is huge. FIBA is not. I know there's an injury concern for for Donovan playing and diving for the balls, and I mean, uh, but these NBA so players blown at this point. Oh, well, I mean, Paul George, it happened with Paul George. It happened them uh, with Dante, as we talked about last podcast. It, 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 I mean, it does happen, but it can also happen with these Playoff, guys. Playoff, Paul? Playoff. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Playoff P. He just did the P. I don't know why. Because he wanted to sound P like urine. Stupid. Yeah, he wanted to sound like urine, though, I guess. I don't get it. <laughs> then why wouldn't he have been Playoff urine? Yeah. Because <laughs> P is more innocuous. There you go. This might be the worst contribution I've ever had to a podcast. You don't get to choose what is and is a contribution. Uh, this is not your I podcast. feel like all I am doing, I know, I feel like all I am doing is saying things and I'm not contributing. I would apologize, but that's not my style. Oh, uh, now I want to make sorry. a... Now I want to make a podcast called Saying Things. <laughs> I, I, I had a, po- I had a po- podcast back in the day. And it was, it was, uh, it had an interesting title, but it was essentially like an I don't care podcast, a kitchen sink podcast. And it was me and one other guy just talking about how we couldn't care less about whatever anybody thought. It was amazing. Nobody listened, but I thought it was fantastic okay. just because I got to complain the whole time. Yeah. Th- those are, those are the fun ones to do. Like I don't do it for the listens. I do it because I want just to, you know, talk, talk about stuff. Yeah. We've decided to re- to reanimate it and call it Two Dads in Plaid. We're working on it. <laughs> Dads in Plaid. TM. Can't use that. Right. Uh, patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. Patent pending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thank oh, you, Homer. It. I love that episode, man. Hey, uh, what do you guys say? Can we take one more break and then come back and finish off the pod strong? Hey, Jared here. Thank you for listening to Hitting the High Notes. Uh, Podcoin is the podcast app that pays you for the podcast that you listen to. So if you're listening to this podcast on one of the Apple podcast apps or one of the Google podcast apps, our, you can listen to this podcast on Podcoin and they'll pay you for it. They give you coins that you can use to get gift cards for retailers. kind of works something like, uh, I guess we could say swag bucks or that kind of stuff. So yeah, hey, check it out. And if you use my code, you'll get extra points. I'll get extra points. We all win. Uh, my code is Jared Him. So Jared is spelled J-A-R-E-D-H-I-M is the code. Jared Him. All right, guys. Thanks for listening again to Hitting the High Notes with us. Back to the show. I know it. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. That was that was good. Yeah, that was it. That, that was, was yeah. My old band used to cover that in between sets. Oh, really? 
Yeah, well, we were. Yeah, we are learning so much about um, uh, Matt Gogo Gary Unicorn. You don't want to know anything more about me. There's a <laughs> lot more, but you don't want to know it. Jared, are we back? We are back to hitting the high notes. Back to hitting the high notes. You know what we should have? We we spent like it's ten minutes. Yeah, we spent ten minutes riffing in the break, and we forgot to talk about like what we wanted to end the podcast with, jazz wise. I mean. Let's just end it here, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I'm, uh, we're, we're, we are still, let's see, the start of the season is October 22nd or so. The NBA schedule comes out, um, I think, in a couple days, right? Uh, does it? Uh, it absolutely does. It's coming out pretty soon. I want to uh, say, I want to say the 10th is about right. Um, can't remember exactly. So we're, we're still, we're still tomorrow. two months away from the season starting. Um, obviously, two it, we're two months away from being six months away for a potential jazz title. Oh, well, Jared, if you know me, you know I, I hate looking at yeah, like that. Yeah, pessimistic. Yeah, I, 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 I am. Like, I, I look at this and I'm like, where can it go wrong? Like. What if Conley is... A lot of ways. Gobert yeah. gets hurt. Um, Mitchell gets hurt. Um, like, well, uh, that's the Giannis thing about... Like, injury is like a freak thing. Like, what are the things that, like, we so can good. see now? Like, it, like I, I know that you, you, me, and a lot of uh, other Jazz fans are not worried about Conley's age, but what if that happens? Or we all think that Bogdanovich's fit is perfect, but then it isn't, you know, or... We saw something that wasn't there, and he never reaches reaches the same apex he was uh, he had when he was in Indiana, or Ed Davis doesn't fit, or Jeff Green doesn't fit, or like the stuff like that that worries me more. Because an injury, if an injury happens, you can say, well, it's an injury, you know that that stuff happens. It's it's the other little things that like whoa, you know, if if they're over if they're over the hill or they don't fit or they're not good, that stuff keeps me up at night, I guess. Yeah, which is why. Why? Yes. No, it's not. Yeah, why does it keep you up? Because I mean, he's obsessed, man. <laughs> I mean, that, that, but I, think I, about it. Like, it, it. None of that's going to change, right? I wish it would, but being a jazz fan means that no matter what moves we make, we will struggle to make any kind of progress into a meaningful uh, after, like postseason. We just will. Injuries happen to everybody. They happen to us. We don't have the Iron Man anymore. We don't have Stockton. We don't have Malone. Those two were virtually incapable of, of being harmed. That's just part of what we took for granted. Injury somehow, in the NBA is a normal thing. Yeah, and somehow, when when Carl left here, he got like one of his first ever injuries. It's like, it was weird, man. That was just legitimately weird. That's because the Lakers make everybody sick. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't, those people are bad people. <laughs> so, like, such like, like I'm not saying I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like them. They are bad people. Like, they probably sell poison milk to school children. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, no, they sell it. They sell it to school children, but they also tell them it's weed. So, yeah. I, I used to, I used to sell uh, uh, oregano and old dead plants. I go to concerts and sell joints made out of the stuff to girls. So that I could buy actual joints. Oh, it was yeah. the best. Oh man! I mean, yeah, it was awesome. 
I'm super high. Can I have another joint? Sure. 30 bucks. <laughs> Black Crow's concert. It was great. I love placebo effects. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It works like a charm. And I, I, when they're I think, already high, they don't notice the difference. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I'm yeah. too far when gone. they're already high on that dead plant. I was say, I'm too far gone on the pessimistic scale because obviously if something goes wrong, if the signings don't you know, go well, if um, just some of the weird things happen that we don't think is going to happen, happen. I think the Jazz front office has proven that they are well equipped with the yeah. personnel. Yeah, absolutely. To pivot and I mean, maybe we lose our championship window, but you know, it's, it it doesn't feel like we're ever going to be, say, the Suns. We know? don't know. We don't know that there we're ever going to be the '98 Jazz. Either, so right. I think it's fair to say we won't be, to be honest. I think it is. That, fair that doesn't mean that yeah. doesn't mean we can't be better, but I don't think we'll ever be the '98 Jazz again. Well, of course we will never. I think that be team again. That team was a. Scary I team. mean, I think that 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 model is gone. I think that we, if we are lucky, if we are lucky, we will succeed in the postseason enough to consider ourselves a success. I don't know that the Jazz ever win a title. I love the Jazz. I want them to win a title. I don't know that it is set up for us to do so, I that we have, ever can. I have to agree with you. That's a stupid NBA for you. We're only like one or two teams sneak in every every decade, I guess. It's just, it's tough. I mean, no amount of Exum Island is going to change that. No amount of <laughs> I really like uh, Mike Conley. Like I like Mike Conley a lot, but I think it was uh, Clay Travis who made the, the the point that like, look, this guy's one of the most overpaid guys in the history of the league. And he's not a bad player, but he doesn't belong at the time with these other three players who were paid as much as him, which was to say LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. That's the guy we got. I hope that I'm really wrong and that he can just well, be like the very best of his ability. But we are we are not we do not have the capacity to be the kind of team that that the entire league rallies around. I just don't think that it happens. I really hope I'm wrong. And here's the thing. Well, here's the thing with this contract now in hindsight. This contract now is less than Chris Paul. And Chris Paul, I would say, at least from what we saw last year, now this could be not the Chris Paul we see going forward. But from what we saw last year, I'd say Conley is a better player right now. I think so, but the comparison's tough because it is because they are comparing, when you're when you're comparing uh, a, a yeah. people, then you're just saying, well, at least it's not Chris Paul's contract. Right. What we need right now is a player, regardless of contract, someone who has the actual ability to take us five games further. I don't know that we got that. I really hope I'm wrong because I think Ricky Rubio did us very few favors. As much as I like the guy, uh, I think you know, pun intended, but I think favors did us more favors. Oh, absolutely. Um, as much as hey, as much oh. as I like Rubio, I think that we are we're kind of done with with uh, with having like crap point guards. We need someone who's going to be very effective, and I hope that Mike Conley actually comes through for us. Well, honestly, okay. Did, did you did you pay attention to his reaction to uh, and and the stuff he talked about um, with Gasol and how Gasol winning a title like really, you know, I mean that hit home for him and just like. He felt so so much like, yeah, I'm excited about being in Utah because I feel like we can try to push this to the apex. You know, he feels yeah, like yeah, but don't all players have, say that about the new place they go? Do they? Yes, most of the time. But I don't know. It seemed like 
He doesn't so, seem he doesn't come off as an insincere person. And, well, I, oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. I wouldn't say he's insincere, but here's here's the crutch of the argument here is that if he came to Utah and he was just like, Oh yeah, I think this team could win, why would all of a sudden seeing someone you know, one of his best friends winning a championship motivate him more, you know? Like these are the top one percent. No, 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 no. He he wasn't traded here before that happened, though. I, I'm just saying, why would that motivate him more? Seeing somebody that he knows. I well, mean, he, here's he, the he, thing. Okay, okay, okay. You did. I'm gonna let's. I took a very small snippet, but you're gonna make me explain the whole thing that you said, aren't you? Sure. Okay. He talked about the fact that when he didn't get traded at the last op. The, at the deadline last year, that he was just kind of like, he felt like he was probably still going to get moved in the offseason, and it could still really possibly be the Jazz. And so the thing is, he, he didn't want to get traded midseason uh, because he didn't feel like he was going to really have a chance to say goodbye to Memphis. And then he gets kind of like, you know, almost like a mini farewell tour, and then he gets traded. And he feels like, yeah, so he, he got to kind of say his last goodbyes to a lot of the staff there in, in, in very, you know, sort of up-in-the-air type ways. He's like, I don't know if I'll be back, but, you know, I love you guys, and this is where I've spent my career, and I'm going to miss you guys type stuff. But the, the locker room was completely different. He'd already lost, like, a guy he'd played with his entire career, and it, it's just a different team. And then he... He sees Mark win, and then he gets traded. And he's like, this has a chance to be special. This has a chance to be, for me, what just happened for Mark. And so to me, it's like, he tells, he painted a very vivid picture with that those words, in my opinion. It's like, that is, of course, that's what he wants. He's a competitor. He, he seems like he has jazz DNA to me. And I know that's a term that Dennis Lindsay loves to throw around, but and it's one that I wholeheartedly will adopt because I feel like that's a, that's a strong part of the, the culture here in terms of the team. I think that makes a lot of sense, but at what point, and, and this is where the cynic in me uh, gets called out, and that's fine, but at what point is an NBA player just saying what they are trained through proxy, through years of experience, through the uh, influence of others? At what point are they trained to just simply say whatever the fan base they are a part of wants them to say? And at the end of the day, they go to dinner with whoever they want to go to dinner with. It's no longer the old days. They can fly wherever they want. They have texting. They've got the internet. At what point is it like, do you want to win badly enough, or are you just saying what you want us to hear until you have the opportunity to retire a rich man. I know that sounds horrible, but I kind of have to wonder. I think, I think Mike Conley's more legit than that. But but I legitimately want to know, like, everything you said there was beautiful, man. I got to give you I gotta give you props because it really was nice. Um, is it bullcrap? Not from you, but from an NBA player standpoint? It could be. It could be. That's the thing, and you never know. And, like, I don't I, – I – I guess what I'm, I don't know. For me, I feel like, yeah, what we talked about, if he comes to Utah, of course he wants to win and he he's motivated because 
It's like when Bogdanovich got here. It's like, oh, look at the roster. These guys are officially dubbing this segment Debbie Downer segment. (laughs) Well, you know, obviously, like we know, I'm the pessimistic uh, one of the podcasts. Gary is the cynic. It's uh, you know that we want we want perfect balance on this podcast. I prefer pragmatism. There you go. Yeah, it reminds me of like if you, you want. Oh, you want balance? Perfect balance, like all things should be. I'll give you a snap. (laughs) <laughs> it reminds me of um, a Bull Durham when um, uh, Crash Davis is teaching Nuke um, uh, all the sayings for when he gets to the big leagues, so he knows how to... I feel like that's interface. very accurate. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, Gary, this is really fun. Or Matt, I guess I should say. Go, go, Gary. You, you know, can call me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> thank you. I've actually enjoyed it as well. Jared, thanks for taking the reins of this podcast, man. It's It's nice to not have to have all the pressure on me. Oh, I, hey, I'm glad to do it, man. If you want me to do it more often, I will. Yeah. Sorry for being late, but, you know, hey, it worked hey, out. Not a big deal, brother. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so how do you want to end this podcast, Jared? This is this is your car. You drive it. Well, here's how we're going to end, guys. Um, thank you once again for listening to Hitting the High Notes. Once again, I'm your host with the most, Jared Barker, at Go the Distance 49. And uh, he would usually say 49 here again, but uh, he's not in control right now. So. 49. <laughs> All right. I like, I like whatever I just heard. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, can you both, uh, I don't know, give a shout out or whatever to whatever stuff you want to promote or acknowledge or this, whatever you'd like to say in closing? Sure. Is that it? Uh, yeah, you can find me at the sci-fipodcast.com on occasion. <laughs> Whatever he feels like it. Science fiction <laughs> is <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and uh, I just want to thank again uh, to our sponsors. First, The Great Room Escape in Layton, Utah. Thanks for um, uh, sponsoring our Write a Review um, uh, um, contest we're having. And Ooh, also... How many contestants we have entered that yet? I, ha- I have not. Count. I have not looked yet, so I will have that for our next podcast. We will have that um, next podcast. Yep. And also, thank you to the Off Broadway Theater. Uh, go watch their new play called Hamilt- uh, Hamilton. Excuse me. It is a parody of Hamilton, uh, a story about Hamlet written in the style of Hamilton. So it is great. If you've seen Hamilton, it's super funny. If you haven't seen Hamilton, it's probably the next. Um, the next best thing. So uh, go check out the Off-Broadway Theater in Salt Lake and the Great Room Escape in Layton. Uh, I've been Hootran. Thanks. All right. Well, hey, guys, Off-Broadway Theater, that's downtown, you know. About third... Uh, third in Maine? Uh, uh, Off-Broadway. Yeah, it's not far from that place called Keys on Maine. So, yeah, if you've seen that place, Off-Broadway's right down the street. Yep. <laughs> Track wrong. station's right there, people. <laughs> you don't have to park there. All right. Well, hey, guys, thanks again for listening. You just heard a whole lot of interesting personal information about all of us to a certain extent. <laughs> so, uh, hey, enjoy. And I hope you I hope you love the episode. If you if you hated it, well, uh, let us know at uh, at Jazz High Notes and say, <laughs> Hugh, uh, Jared should not have been the one that was hosting this week. He, he did a terrible job and I want you back. OK, anyways, 
if you hated it, it's because I was on it. <laughs> well, that's just a fact. So, anyways, if you, if you hated it, I'll bet. If you hated it, I'll bet. We've been hitting some high notes. Not over. <laughs>